Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after-shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, we're back! Katie and I are so glad to be back. Be talking about Supernatural with everybody. And we got to see Rufus and Bobby in this episode, so it was really exciting. Obviously, we're talking about Supernatural. Season 11, episode 16, Safe House with a little Midnight Rider. Thanks to the Allman Brothers. This is Joining. the best kind of music. Oh, it's such, it's just great classic rock. It's total Bobby and Rufus and Sam and Dean. Yeah. Oh, you guys, I'm Lindsay Wagner. You guys can find me on Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. And I'm joined by Katie Campbell. Hi, guys. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And make sure that you guys are finding us on iTunes, SoundCloud, all things social media, searching After Buzz on YouTube and all of the other social media places. If you're on iTunes, make sure you've got your rating all the After Buzz TV shows, five stars. And if you want to talk to us and stay in the know, make sure you're using that hashtag ABTV Supernatural and we can chat with you. We've got the live feed up. We'll try and pay attention to that as we go and talk about this episode. Katie, initial impressions of this episode. I thought it was a fun episode. I enjoyed the parallels between uh, Rufus and Bobby versus Sam and Dean. I thought it was really fun and they kind of toyed around with some stuff about time and space, and I, it, it's interesting. It makes you really think, and I love when they do that to us. Do you think that Dean is more Bobby or more Rufus? In this one, I think he was Bobby. You know, I think that was what they were doing a little bit, but mm-hmm. everything wasn't exactly the same, but I think that's where they were going. I agree. I, I think that it's interesting because... Bobby talking to the woman in the episode when Rufus and him were initially going into the house, Bobby was actually a little bit more... He may have been short with the woman, but Rufus was just flat-out rude to her. Yeah. So that, to me, would have been more Dean-like. Right. But I think overall throughout the episode that it was they were definitely trying to show that Bobby and Dean were one and Rufus and Sam were one. Yeah, because Bobby and Dean thought it might be a ghost versus Rufus and Sam thinking not so much. Yeah, what did Rufus thought it was a Baku. Yeah, Baku. Some Japanese thing. Yeah. Um 
So we obviously know that they were returning, and this episode takes place in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where uh, mom, Naoki, is doing uh, housework, kind of redecorating, um, taking care of some things, getting under the wallpaper, doing all of that stuff, while her daughter, Kat, um, yells out for her and says that she's heard footsteps, it's cold in her room. We all know something's there. What is it? I don't know. I had the biggest fear as a kid, and it probably comes from watching the Gremlins movie when I was like three years old when that first had come out. I saw that. So I used to sleep in the middle of my bed like this because I was afraid they would come up from under and grab me. So seeing this little girl get grabbed well, she is went my under, fear. She went under the she bed. She hid under the bed. You're not supposed to go under the bed. That's I know. the scary thing. <laughs> That's my... Like, they come from underneath the bed, so... But, but that one didn't actually. No, they pull her from outside. They pull, but for, she was under the bed though. They pulled right, her though, right? But yeah. they were not under the bed. No, they weren't <laughs> under the bed. But they got her under the bed, and that's the scary part. Um, and she's in a coma. Yeah. So <clears throat> we get Sam and Dean in a diner. They want to take the case, go to the home. Um, this woman stops them and says that. Uh, Wait, yes. Oh, the neighborhood watch. The neighborhood lady. watch lady. Oh, I just don't like the neighborhood watch people. They're so nosy. Well, that's the point. They're I keeping tra- they're keeping tabs. But exactly, what are you doing here? They're always so get to the and you have to wonder: Are these people part of the bad thing? Because half the time in Supernatural, we find out that the neighborhood watch people are actually. The ones that are the monsters. Yeah, because they have the know-how and what's going on and when to enter the homes and attack and... Yeah. But, I mean, I thought it was... It was... Obviously, it was a little bit rude, what Rufus said to her when we got the Bobby and Rufus moment of them walking into the house years earlier. But at the same time, she can't... How does she expect to know what the FBI is doing there? They're not going to tell you. No. They're not going to give you insider information. That's... It's all part of it. Yeah. So, the boys go in. We obviously find out that Bobby and Rufus were there years ago. um, And the EMF is just going off. Everywhere. Everywhere. Throughout the whole house. Um, And the Naoki said... um, Oh, we're getting... I thought the interesting thing about this episode was how well they swapped between the scenes. It was slightly confusing, so I'm sorry, you guys, if I kind of jump back and forth. But swapping between Bobby and Rufus being there and Sam and Dean being there and talking to, on top of it all, making it two moms with kids. Thankfully, one was a little boy and one was a little girl. But swapping between the two moms and finding out that the same thing had happened years ago with Bobby and Rufus going and talking to the mom and saying that her son was just taken and then went into this coma um and they're trying to go through bobby's journals to find out what it is and find out if it's a ghost hunt that's think it's a baku um but bobby never finished the journal entry you know what he didn't finish because he had too much on his plate and you know he was helping sam and dean with all the the end of the world and the lilith stuff so he's obviously working too hard to be journaling too much well and i thought that that was i mean we obviously see Bobby as that father figure mm-hmm. and genuinely worried about the boys and kind of letting Rufus in on that and Rufus doesn't care. He's just like, let's get the job done. We're here. We're on this case. Let's do it. Um, so uh, they know that the last time they hunted a Baku, it was in Alaska and 
Bobby was trying to stop the apocalypse. Sam and Dean were in the middle of it. Um, and now the boys know they're not hunting a ghost. Yeah. So, um, we see Naoki back in the house. She gets grabbed and she's now in a coma. The doctor from Bobby and Rufus back in the day when the son was in the coma comes and visit and sees she said that basically what happens is the vital their vitals just start going. They're was nobody questioning the handprint on the ankle? Like, the doctors weren't saying anything. Did Sam and Dean actually see it as well? I don't know if Sam and Dean saw it. They obviously showed us a little peek of it yeah. on Kat's leg. Um, she, I know Naoki kept saying that no one's believing her, but something's going on. Right. You know, the doctors don't believe her. Now people are telling her stuff online that they don't believe her, but right. Sam and Dean say they do. So I don't know, if, I don't think they needed to see it to know that something was up. Okay. But I don't, I don't think that they saw it. Because it was something that the mom, Mrs. Henderson, is it? Yeah, Mary Henderson, told Bobby and Rufus when they were talking with her. They said She said there's like a handprint thing on his ankle, and she doesn't know what it's from. But Naoki didn't <clears throat> say anything to Sam or Dean. No, she didn't tell them. Um, we also find out, though, that the last time with Mrs. Henderson, they woke up. So they did come back from it. So we know that Bobby and Rufus somehow did save them. We don't know how. So we know it's possible to save Naoki and Kat from this. Right. And Sam and Dean just have to figure it out without the help of Bobby's journal since the journal entry wasn't finished. Um, The only thing that she remembers is that they were told to not touch the wallpaper. Yeah. Immediately I was thinking if you touch, is it like the wallpaper's curse or something? Now... Makes sense as they show us what's going on. I'm, I want to come back to this and talk about this wallpaper a little bit. Will you hand me your pen, please, so yeah. that I can make a note of this? To come back, because I have a question about this wallpaper that maybe you guys are all thinking the same thing. Um, thank you. All right. Thanks, thank love. You. Um, so we um and she said that she saw her dead husband this is mrs henderson saying this she saw her dead husband and then she saw spirits when she was there and she didn't know how she saw it it was almost like this dream but then she came too i kind of wanted a little bit of a story from the older will too Mm -hmm. or you know she just kept saying oh it's just a nightmare it was just a nightmare she's trying to push that all aside and it seems like she has for years but what did, did her and her son talk about this? Did he have a nightmare as well? Obviously he did. He was in there. He was seeing stuff too, but she didn't give any of that information to us. And I thought we were going to actually meet him, but we didn't. I wanted to even see like maybe just quick little flashbacks of these other spirits then too. How did they get there? Yeah, there's a lot of people. There were a lot of people there. Um, so we find out that under the wallpaper is a symbol. It's called a sigil. And... Bobby and Rufus think it's a soul eater, and basically it makes a nest. So it takes the person, takes their soul, and then the body kind of just diminishes, and they feed off the soul until it does the same thing, and they're just... So the souls diminish, too, after a certain The souls diminish, too, which is why later on when we saw the spirits, their faces were white, and the mouths were completely black, and they looked... I thought it was interesting that they're moving... The soul eaters take their nest and they move to different houses. 
But why have we never come across this before? Are there not a lot of soul eaters? Yeah, I, I'm wondering how we didn't come across this, but why then all the spirits are in the same house? Is this all this, these are all the people from that house? Because. No. No? No, because I think they move whenever the soul eater moved. If they jump around to different houses, they collect all the souls in those houses, and then when they move on to another house, all of them go with the with? soul eater. Yeah. Yeah. But this soul eater has been in this house and taking people from this house now, we know, for at least the last, what, five, six years. So if there's been other issues with that, and it goes back even further, it's like one of those houses that you say is condemned and they just burn it down because they know something's going on there. Oh. It's like Pet cemetery. Old houses are creepy. It's creepy. Um... So it shows them the things that they love. That's how it gets them. And then eventually it they their bodies give up, they wither and, and die. Um, and the souls do too. They're wondering if the soul eater can be killed. And that's what I'm scared of. Because I feel like we're going to continue to see this. Um, and But I think you can kill it. You think you can? Yeah, they did. They banished it with what Sam and Dean actually did. Which was different than what Bobby and Rufus did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk more about that later because I'm I'm scared. <laughs> um, I loved this part in the episode when Bobby is telling Rufus about it. And Rufus goes, don't tell me the Bobby way. Tell me what really happened. Because Bobby's either exaggerating it and Sam and Dean are acting it out as if the way Bobby was saying it. Guns are and, going off and everywhere. And that may not have been the real <laughs> truth, which I thought was really, really cute. But why would guns be going off everywhere? <laughs> Oh, just, I really miss Bobby so much. I love seeing Rufus, too, but it just made me just... My heart was aching for more of it after this episode. For more Bobby. And Rufus, too. You know, Rufus is hilarious, but... They're a great team. Yeah. Together. But I think it makes all of us miss Bobby, and we know that Bobby is never too far from coming back in an episode. Right. We got him this one. We got him this one, so he, he comes back every season and helps out with something and it's great to see a flashback of something because I keep hoping that we get a flashback of Rowena and the coven and I feel like when you see episodes like this with Bobby that makes it possible for us to go back in time and find out what happened with Rowena and with Fergus as really, well. Really quick we have a comment in the chat that says you can't destroy a soul death said it himself you can torture it feed it from it but not destroy it hell the darkness just consumes the souls so, consumes the souls or the soul eater the souls. The so, souls. So as when we were talking about the souls just diminish and die that doesn't happen okay. The name went away here but I think it was Market um, yeah Market Market Maine McIntyre. Yeah thank you for that <clears throat> so um, they trapped this soul eater and Naoki set the Soul Eater free when she touched the wallpaper. So that's what they were saying with Rufus and Bobby. They basically trapped it there. And then when she went under the wallpaper, she set it free again. Because she destroyed the sigil. But here's the thing. Why was he putting that wallpaper up? Put another nicer wallpaper so they don't have to try to... Well, that's, that's what I'm scared about what Sam and Dean were doing later on. When they just covered it again. Yes. All right. Okay. Coming back to that. Um, but So okay. they find out that one person has to go into the nest. Typical Sam and Dean fashion. They Rochambeau for it. They said they need to stop 
deciding what happens based on rock, paper, scissors. Because for some reason, it's always Dean that's, that's losing. He's bad at it. <laughs> He's just bad at it. I feel like... It's just a game of luck. If people go to... Um, the conventions and stuff if people actually ask to like Rochambeau <laughs> with him and I feel like that's what I would want to do if I met one of them like I would be like All right, does he ever win we're Rochambeauing <laughs> for an inner in a five minute interview you have to give me five minutes of chatting um if I win or ten minutes of chatting if I win five minutes if I lose that way we still get to talk to him no matter what um so Bobby and Dean are the ones that get taken into the nest and but see, that's where it was different than what, you know, Bobby and Rufus were... Bobby didn't want to get taken, but Dean was looking to get taken mm-hmm. because he knew that he had to put it on the other side of the wall. And that, I don't think Bobby was... He wasn't trying to do that mm-hmm. because they didn't know no, that. They, they just knew, to. we can stop it right now. He yep. won't be able to take anybody else if we just do it on this one wall right here in the present. But then Sam and Dean were doing the opposite thing. Mm-hmm. Now, Bobby sees Sam and Dean dead. Mm-hmm. And he finds Will Henderson, and Will Henderson, the little boy, says the sad people are here. We see, we start to see ghosts or souls appear. Oh, that's so scary. But Bobby couldn't see them at first because he hasn't, his soul hasn't been taken yet. And um, Dean sees Cat, and the room is filled once again with people that Dean can't see. He also sees Sam dead and the soul eater touches Bobby his eyes go white he can't and Bobby goes up to Rufus and tells Rufus he's like you can't kill me and Bobby you kill you kill me you kill Bobby you know what's interesting too when they were looking for the graves at first thinking this could be a ghost kill um, from the murder and the accidental death that happened in this house years ago um, Rufus said to Bobby that the oldest rule of hunting is that you can't save everyone and he kept talking about that rule but it's something we see with the boys all the time Mm -hmm. they're they're wanting to save each other we can save everyone you know and you have to sacrifice some for the greater good which is why i know a lot of people when we um when sam and dean end up killing somebody or something people get frustrated because they're like you're killing you're killing innocent people but is it for the greater good and is it saving a hundred lives to kill that one or a thousand lives to kill that one? I mean, one person's life is no more important than another's, but there has to be some sort of sacrifice to help the world. Mm-hmm. Rufus was going to leave Bobby, I think. Mm-hmm. Totally. I see people saying that they want Chrissy back. They want Charlie back. I always want Charlie back. Especially we'll since get we her lost, back. Which we will. Yeah. We're totally getting, you know, we'll get more of her. Yeah. Um, so Dean comes to with the white eyes again, hits Sam, um, asks Sam to come with him to the nest. Um, Bobby's doing the same thing with Rufus. Great fight choreography with all of that. And the juxtaposition once again between both scenes back and forth. So we're seeing both of them happening at the same time, which was yeah. great. Did was, you like that? That was the best thing about the episode. The whole time, but yeah, the fighting was good too. But just like the back and forth and how seamlessly they did mm-hmm. that—that that is great editing, and it is so hard. 
I just edited some of my reels, and it's so incredibly hard to just match things up just right, and they are pros at it because it literally is seamless. Mm -hmm. It just flips back and forth. Like, when they show the hospital with Rufus and Bobby, and then the next thing they pan, and all of a sudden it's Sam and Dean with Kat and Aoki. They're like... How did they just do that? You yeah. know, it's it's really, really great. And obviously the makeup to take it back five years to the woman, um, the neighborhood watch lady, and then to the doctor and seeing just a little bit of aging. evolution and aging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Rufus finishes a symbol and Bobby wakes up. Sam finishes the symbol, Dean is awake too, and the Soul Eater leaves because, like you said, they finished the symbol, Sam and Dean finished the symbol on both sides of the wall, right? Yeah. So that's how they banished it. Yes. Here's my question. As we see the boys then, um, the people start obviously disappearing, the souls start disappearing. Do you think they go to heaven then, or do you think that they're just stuck in purgatory. I think that they... I would like to think that they found peace with that. You know? They were finally leaving that nest place, but and they weren't going to be tortured in their own little hell anymore. And I think the Soul Eater's gone. That one, at least. Mm-hmm. I think that even if maybe you messed up the sigil, I don't think he could come back because it was just a specific thing. Had to be in blood, both sides of the wall, one in the nest, one in reality. Um... I I think they have peace. Well, we obviously see, too, that Dean and Bobby see each other momentarily. Yeah. I, like, totally got chills when I saw that. It made me so sad. Yeah, because here's the thing. that you With the nest and the soul eater kind of makes you have these visions of things. um, That you love. That you love, but but they're hurt. So then it makes you sad because you don't like to see your loved ones hurt. So that makes you vulnerable. That's what keeps your soul there. That's how you can't get out. Um, so when they're looking at somebody that they love that's alive, that makes you question, this isn't just a vision. Because it, it's not one of those things that they're trying to hurt you. It's just you're, they're there in front of your face and they're alive. And you could reach out and touch them, but then they're gone. They both just leave the nest and they're gone and they have that to think about. Um, we see Bobby wallpapering over the symbol... And tells Rufus that he saw Sam and Dean dead. Um, but the house is safe again, and Naoki and Kat are moving out. Now, this is my question about the wallpaper earlier, with Dean covering it. They banished this soul eater. But what if somebody comes in once again, takes up that wallpaper, and breaks the sigil? Does that mean that that soul eater that was temporarily banished or is it permanently banished or does that mean it opens it for another soul eater to come in so this is something that hasn't been completely finished and done with and will appear again next season but i think that if there is another soul eater thing happening it's going to be a different soul eater because i think they really did banish it for good that specific soul eater because with the other one they were just doing it they did that with red paint, right? Mm-hmm. So red paint, one side of the wall, that just kind of locked him there until mm-hmm. the paper it was, was released. torn off. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the sigil was destroyed. Where now, because it's in blood, it's permanent? Mm-hmm, on both sides. I hope because, so. Because if you tear it off on the wallpaper, you're not necessarily tearing it off on the other side. They Oh, if they Because you're not there in the nest. That's true. That's true. Um, so... 
we see Bobby in the car. We see him with the bottle from... I just saw that. Um, I'm so sorry, boobies, about your mother that... Yeah. I'm so sorry. We will... You are in our thoughts and prayers. Sorry about your mom. Um, Supernatural, I think, has a great way of bringing everyone together and touching people's lives and leaving really, really good positive memories and stuff, too. So... We're with you, my friend. Um, Bobby gets the bottle of whiskey from Rufus after all. He's in the car. We find out why he didn't finish that journal entry because Dean called. And it's moments like this that kind of... It frustrated me. I don't know if it frustrated you. But Dean was kind of a dick to Bobby on the phone. Yeah, well, we've seen it too in past seasons. And it's just... He doesn't know what he's going through. And he should be a little bit but you know then passionate then you think like dean's been stressing out too because of all the stuff that's Mm -hmm. on the plate everything that was going on with lilith and trying to figure it out and saving one another so um they said they were in reno this miss like i miss him so much and i miss him working with the boys like that little scene right there and he called them an idiot like i love Mm -hmm. the idiot thrown out a couple times in the episode but i just miss that i want more of it i'm so sad that you know it makes you want like I missed seeing John Winchester too. Mm-hmm. Like, like older John was. I love seeing Matt Cohen as well, but I like I miss seeing old John Winchester and their relationship. And I wish there was some way that he could come back. But I want to bring this up. Brendan <clears throat> Dewar says, sure. "What my thinking is is that the reason why Dean saw Bobby is because when you trap a soul eater, you trap part of your soul. Yes, you return to your body, but not your full, complete soul. Part of your soul. Okay, so part of you is there." And maybe part of you gets to be released in that piece. That's interesting, too. Hopefully. But, like, what about the thing at the very end that Dean was talking about with the time and space? Because this is not... It's like... They were able to be in the same time and space through the other dimensions. Yeah, it's like like Twilight Zone. Uh, Interstellar talks about other dimensions, and I just... I love that possibility, and it's really crazy that... I, I don't know it if it, you know, how do we ever know if that's a real true thing? Oh, it's such a good movie. You should totally see it. But it messes with the other dimensions and stuff, and it just makes me think that this is true, that maybe, I don't know, we can't know for that sure that it's a real thing. you can connect with somebody from a different time period. Yeah, because... Somehow be in the same place at the same time, even though you're five years apart. Right. Brought back to that moment. That's so it's crazy. crazy. Uh, so they're trying to figure out if they could have been, if Dean could have been there with Bobby. Um, and once again, reminds Sam and says, he's like, I saw you dead on the floor. And they're laughing about the fact that this isn't even, like, this is normal for them now. I know. It was like, it's comforting. It's a sweet thought that it's me that's there dead. But look, <laughs> Because it is. It's like, oh, you know, you love me. But at the same time, you don't want to see anybody dead. No. But it is a comforting thought that to know that it was Sam. And as both, you know, Bobby pulls away and then Sam and Dean pull away, we get the lovely Allman Brothers song, Midnight Rider, on our outro. Mm -hmm. So once again, they just tied everything up with a nice little pretty bow. Mm -hmm. And it was an episode of Supernatural. Oh, another thing, too, is when Dean was attacked by the Soul Eater and he came out and he was hurting Sam and trying to beat him up and make him stop making the sigil... He was talking about the darkness. I can keep you safe from the darkness. Now, we've seen this so many times about all of the, you know, 
people in hell, people, you know, everybody knows about this thing that's the darkness. All of the the bad, the monsters, they're all scared of the darkness too. It's just another one of those things mm-hmm. that the soul eater has heard about the darkness, but I I mean, you're not really keeping them safe if you're keeping you're torturing them in this nest. But it was just it was interesting. Well, we get to see the darkness. Well, I don't think we get to see the darkness next episode. Yeah. I think we progress towards the finale, which is going to be a big fight between the darkness and Sam and Dean and potentially Cassifer and Crowley and all the things at once. Everybody. (laughs) Just like a giant fight and battle. Um, The darkness is out there, and once she gets started, that's the end. We see somebody shoot Sam, which brings Billy back into play, and she says, this time there are no more second chances, and she's going to rape you. What do you think is going to happen? Well... (laughs) Sam will narrowly escape death again. Hopefully it's not a kill shot. Right, but but is it going to be one of those moments that he's going to escape death because they're not going to take him out of the show? And they're not going to take him out of the show in episode 17. But maybe, do you think that she will reap him? And then when we get, Dean is going to be forced to then kill the darkness. And then the darkness, when the darkness dies, people come back. From the other side. I don't know. And they're, you know, not ghosts necessarily, but I don't know. I I hope that this is maybe just a reminder from Billy, because perhaps Sam does get seriously injured, but it's not it's not the death of him, and she goes and she reminds him, look, there are no second chances. Okay. I will reap you. And he just gets injured. Not today. Hopefully not today, but I'm. I will be coming for you when you go. This is it. I'm taking you this time. Yeah, because she can't not take him. Because then that makes her word less strong mm-hmm. and less scary for us as viewers to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, and the exciting news is we're gonna have Lisa Berry here next week to talk all about it. You guys, she's gonna be joining us. Billy the Reaper will be joining us next. Thursday at 12.30 to talk all things Supernatural and her return to the show. So that's going to be really, really exciting. What are your predictions for next week, for the rest of the season? We've only got, what, six or seven episodes left? I think so. I don't know. I think it's... I feel like Dean might be forced to kill the darkness, even though he thinks he can't. I think he's capable of it. Right. And maybe it is because Sam dies. So he has no choice. He has no other option. He has to do it to save Sam or to save Cass. Or what if somehow he saves Crowley? And from what? From the darkness. Like, he sacrifices something, like, Crowley sacrifices himself to kill, to do something in the darkness, and if, and it it slows the darkness down, and therefore, Dean is able to kill her, and then, I I don't know. 
Yeah, I think, I don't know, because it, it depends on what happens next episode, too, with, with Sam. Whether what Sam yeah, lives or dies. dies for the moment. But I don't know. Maybe what I was saying could be happening, you know, with Dean having to kill the darkness, and, and then maybe we can get Charlie and Bobby back and Sam, you know, because he's going to momentarily die. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that'd be fun, because then we can get a bunch of people back. I would love to get all of them back. I, I feel like that's that's a long shot. I want that. Yeah. I want the return of Kevin and all of our favorite people. A lot of people are talking about how did Billy get this? How did she take over for death? Well, so I mean, is there like a battle between Reapers and everything? And maybe if she's trying to take Sam, another Reaper comes in and stops her? Another Reaper comes in and stops her from taking Sam. From taking Sam or forces her to take Sam and says, maybe there is, because death is gone now, maybe there is one main Reaper. We don't know who's in charge of the Reapers. So maybe someone is in charge and says, this is your, you have to take him or I'll put you in purgatory or hell or something, you know? Right. Perhaps she's answering to somebody as well. So she's not doing this because she wants to. She's doing it because she has to. Right. We don't know what the motivation is behind all of it, other than this is their job, is to take the souls and well, to reap them. Or if there's a battle for who's the main reaper. Mm-hmm. And do the reapers want to see the darkness gone, or do they want her around? I don't know. So many questions, you guys. So many questions, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm so glad this is back. It's been so long. I know. I, well, I'm excited to see her back because obviously we saw this in the, was the first episode, right? Was she in the first episode this season? I believe so. And she was also in another one later yeah, on. Yeah, she was in one later on. But we saw her in the first episode. So now she's back and we're getting closer to the end of the season, which means we're getting closer to finding out what the heck is going to happen with this darkness. And Sam or Dean, somebody's going to get hurt. We know it's going to happen. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to have to be saved. I'm still... Interested. Obviously, the boys had no sign of Cass this episode. Yeah. So we're still waiting to see what's going to happen with Cassifer and if he's going to be able to push, Cass is going to be able to push Lucifer out and stop him, or if he's just going to completely take over. They keep toying with the idea that Cass doesn't want to be saved. Do you think he does right now? I mean, obviously, in the end, of course, I think he'd want to be saved. But right now, for the time being, does he still maybe believe that Lucifer is a key to killing the darkness? I think Lucifer is a part of killing the darkness and I think that uh, Cass right now is willing, I mean he gave him he gave him his vessel, so I think if that means killing the darkness, Cass will give up his life for that. He will sacrifice himself to kill the darkness or to get a leg up right? to somehow have Lucifer do something to get to the point where Sam and Dean can kill her so I think there's a potential, as I keep saying, that we could lose Cass forever at the end of this season. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Well, hopefully Miss Lisa Berry can answer some questions for us and give us some insight. Yeah, and Supernatural got renewed for season 12 as it well. It did! So that's amazing. And it's now the longest-running CW show mm-hmm. because of that. But we know that whatever's at the end of the season, we're going to have a whole other season to play with. What's it going to be about? It's so exciting. I mean, that gives them room then, too. If they don't defeat the darkness or somehow Lucifer takes over, we've got the whole next season to figure that out. 
and another season and another season. And it's just going to go on forever, <laughs> you guys. And we'll be able to sit here and talk with you about Supernatural for years to come. All right. Any final thoughts on the episode? Anything that you're looking forward to before we finish I'm just up just looking the day? forward to more answers. More answers. Answers to the questions that we have that never yeah. get answered. Yeah. Well, All they right. do eventually. Katie, where can everyone find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online because I have a vlog. And this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wegner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R or my blog, lindsaywegner.blogspot.com. Hopefully everybody has a wonderful weekend in Easter. And uh, we'll see you guys next week with Lisa Berry. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.